0: Re- really, what the Lord's been speaking to me about and what we want to talk about today. And that is uh, remember, we're, we're on this journey with the, uh, the fruit of the Spirit, right? So, why don't we flip our notes and I'll, I'll read that for you? Uh, <clears throat> this one's for you, uh, Maureen. The acts of the flesh are obvious. <laughs> <laughs> but the fruit of the spirit is, <laughs> right? Because we're all caught in this half world of like, Lord, I want to be spiritual. I want to be like Jesus. I don't want to outgas. And I don't want to feel this way about people and, and, uh, and others. And Paul makes this contrast that there's there's our flesh, but then there's the Spirit. And it, you know the flesh can't accomplish what the Spirit wants to accomplish. And the Spirit can only accomplish what it can accomplish. And just what Rodney says, I, I realize how much I cannot do this. Because the fruit of the flesh is what we're trying to do, even on our best day. I'm sure that, Maureen, when you started that conversation, you were thinking, I can't wait to be with my family. <laughs> And in five minutes, you're like, I can't wait to hang up this phone. <laughs> you know, I, I remember hearing somebody say one time that the only uh, difference between a good marriage and a bad marriage is about ten seconds. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and it it gets the, it, it gets the best of us. So. Uh, I, I probably shouldn't even go to this next, next set of scriptures, but I want to talk about uh, re- really, how is it that God works love, true love in us? And, and he challenges us again, and I, may I will, because uh, I want you to hear one of Jesus' sermons this morning. It would be way better than anything I'm going to say. He said, "If you heard it said, "Love your neighbor, hate your enemy." But I tell you, love your enemies." And pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your Father in heaven. He causes the sun to rise on the evil and the good, and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you greet only your own people, what are you doing more than others? Do not even pagans do that? Be perfect, therefore. As your heavenly Father is perfect. <laughs> now, there's a statement for you, right? Uh, now, what, what is Jesus doing? Now, Jesus very often in his parables and in his, in his messages, he's wanting to bring us to the end of ourselves. Just what Rodney was saying. I realize how much I need God. And this is, this is like the most, you know, it doesn't get any better than that. Be perfect. Like your Father in heaven is perfect. I'm like, yeah, that's never going to happen. And that's part of the point that Jesus is trying to make. Is that we're not in ourselves ever going to be that way. But when we come to Jesus, when we ask for the filling of the Spirit, when when we cry out to God, like Maureen will be crying out even more, you're going to come to that crisis moment and go, Lord, I thought I was saved. And he said, you are. You're a child of God. But you're learning to emulate and to imitate Christ. You're, You're learning to yield to His Spirit. So he says, okay, love your enemies. It's easy to love people that are loving you back, and that's why I surround myself with people that love me, right? And everybody else who doesn't love me, I say, you should go to the church down the street. You know, Go, you know, go somewhere else. But life is not that convenient, is it? That there's always going to be somebody in your life that is not someone that you have an affinity towards. And Jesus uh, wants us to grow in that. Because guess what? People that you don't like and don't have affinity for are people that actually need you. Might not need you physically present, but they need your prayers. I know that everybody who's ever hurt me, they've, they have a need. And, and I'm so glad you brought your story up because I'm just going to use it all day. Okay? Can I use it all day? Because <laughs> why your brother was upset with you, he has a need that he was trying to express to you. It came off in a way that was in, in hurtful and challenging for sure. But for everyone, who's even, even someone who's persecuting, I mean, we take Paul. Why was he persecuting the church? He thought he was doing right. He thought he was doing right by use. Like, man, if I just hit her a couple times, she'll run out there, run over to CVS, and it'll be done. Right? Somebody, you know, if they pound you hard enough... Because they, ha- they, they, you know, there's a bunch of competing needs that we all have. In that moment, you had a need to be accepted and loved, just as I am. It's like, cut me some slack here. I'm just being me. I'm doing me today. Is that okay? It's like, uh, can I be an imperfect me? Or do I have to be the me that is formed in your image? And we're living in a world like that that's, you know, constantly challenging us to conform to those that are around us, <laughs> even more so. Anyway, so let's talk about love for a minute. Are you ready to get into this? Yeah, yes. Because, you know, the fruit of the Spirit is love. It's, it's something that God wants to grow in us in a greater dimension each and every day. And even though we have those times, and I, and I do, I, I want to absolve you. Of your of of your sinfulness, <laughs> I really do, because you're human. We we ha- we have this treasure in earthen vessels, and every once in a while, this earthen vessel will do its thing. And and while we don't want it to happen, it's just the enemy. He he, he You know he will if you leave a door open through our sinfulness. Uh, He'll just hammer on you and he'll say, boy, you're not making any tracks. And it, it's the very act of sin sometimes that leaks out after you've been walking with Jesus a bit that one brings us back to humility, but the, the second thing is, is realize that I need that much more of God. And that is the main point of our walk with Jesus. This is what it's all about, is, is like going, God, I can't do this. He's like, that's right. Christ in me, the hope of glory. Yes, it will be done, but it'll only be done as I'm yielding myself to him and as I'm learning to listen and to walk with him. You'll do things different next time. You will. Be, be free. You're forgiven. And now the Lord will lead you into the next conversation with those that are around you. And... Uh, I pray it'll be more beautiful than the last time. <laughs> you know, I have these conversations. Not not so much with our family. We 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 tend to deny our emotions a little bit and just stuff a little bit. It, it's it's kind of our way, you know. Don't you know, let's not make waves. Uh and but you know, tension is tension no matter how it's expressed. Okay. So Jesus in this in this uh story that he once us to understand one thing about all other people, enemies and those that we love, is that people are fashioned in the image of God. And the reason that we love is the reason that God loves, is because they're image bearers of Him. And every single person in this room and every single person in the world that we ever meet, everybody that we, you know, we see on television, we go, that's an evil person! They're fashioned in the image of God. And the reason that we learn to love like God is because He loves them, even though they're hurtful and they're hurting other people, and they, and they might have you know be given over to their flesh and to evil. Our role as Christians is to love them and to pray for them, and in, in, in fact, uh, even to bless them. Isn't that crazy? But I don't want to live a Christianity that's like cultural. You guys want to be cultural Christians? Where, you know, we're defined by the the news stations we watch. You want to be that guy? I don't want to be. I I want to be the real deal at the end of the day. I don't want to be defined by anything except that guy walks with Jesus. That guy is, is, is imperfect as he still is. I can't believe I've been walking with Jesus like, I don't know, 35 years. I, I don't even know anymore. I, I keep getting older and those numbers keep ticking up and I'm like, what? Okay, it's a long time. But I could still have that same conversation as you and forget that the people I'm talking to are in the image of God. And I want to love them I think I told you maybe a couple of years ago, it's got to be a few years ago, that when I was in Guatemala, I had that I had this kind of epiphany because uh, we, we spent a lot of time with kids there. And everybody loves kids, right? Except for people that don't love kids. Uh, you know, I mean, maybe you love it, but I mean, they're cute. You know, you hug them and you get some dirt on you and then you're like, okay, that was awesome. Um, but we forget that those beautiful little children that we're always enamored by turn into adults. <laughs> and it was just an epiphany. It's like, how come I don't see adults like I see children? Because kids, you know, you just want to get close to them and hug them and encourage them and bless them. And adults are like, get away from me. Who are you? And, I, and it was like the Lord just saying, try to see everyone as I see them. <laughs> Children of God. Amen? Okay, so the first point, if we're going to become better lovers, is we, we, have to, we have to get the right picture in our mind of who people are and they're children of God. You know, another thing that struck me as I was looking at the Scripture was Jesus just takes for granted that we even know what love is. <laughs> He's like, love as I have, you is know, you know, just here's a command. Love one another. Like, okay, now you know who he was talking to and, and if you flip back on uh, John thirteen, they were fighting with each other, getting ahead you know they they had they had no love for one another. this was the motley band and I, and I won't spend a lot of time about where they're all coming from, but it it they weren't going to get along unless God did something in their life so uh the second thing is the the holy spirit and and really it this is something we need to learn. Is he wants to teach us to bless, not curse? I, I put down uh, this this verse here. It says, "Bless those who persecute you." Now I know most of you aren't in active persecution right now, uh, thankfully. Uh, if if we were, w- this would have more meaning. Uh, but there's always other people. There's always people around you that you're upset with, or could be. Okay. He says, "Bless those who persecute you. Bless." And do not curse. Oh, (laughs) I left my notes in there. (laughs) To curse means to regard with extreme hostility. (laughs) I usually cut out my notes. I'm like, what? That's not part of that verse. (laughs) It's a simple verse. It says, bless those. Bless and do not curse. I just wanted to make it as simple as that. Bless and do not curse. And this is a verse that comes to my mind often when I'm in one of those modes where I want to, you know, to regard with extreme hostility, the Lord says, bless them, bless them. And I'm sure, like like myself, you've all been in in some type of adversarial relationship with someone. In order to express love in the way that Jesus wants us to express love, we have to begin with our mouth saying, "I I bless you in the name of the Lord. I bless you in the name of the Lord. I bless you in the name of the Lord. That's what Jesus did for us while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Leonard said it today. Can you imagine love love uh, how was it as I, as I have loved you, love one another. Jesus blesses us every day of our life every day we wake up and we're aware again of the, of the world we're living in. Jesus says, "I bless you in the name, in, in my, in the name of my father and if we want to love more by his spirit, those are the best words to come out of our mouth. No matter who they are. You know, I mean sometimes I get mad at like new at the news. Like I don't I don't watch the news, but I read I read news. Like I'm like, "What?" I'm, I you know, I read some article on the in the internet and you're like, "You got to be kidding me." And so instead of going, "I bless you in the name of the Lord," I regard with extreme hostility. <laughs> I'm glad we left that in the notes. It's like, it's like I want to have extreme hostility. Now, I got I to gotta, I gotta back up for just a minute, and I, I'm not going to talk endlessly because I could today. But the thing that the world needs is a few people who are going to work against the flesh and become... These people, these people in the world. The whole world, every message in the world is aimed at squeezing us into a cursing mode. And Jesus says, bless. And so, if we're going to learn to love more, and and this will stick in your mind, you're going to be mad at somebody this week. I don't know who. Somebody. (laughs) I'm not prophesying. <laughs> Don't stone me later. It's like I, I went a whole week without any, being mad at anybody. But someone, you, you, will, you will be upset with someone or something. And I want you to practice this. I want you to say, Lord, I bless them in your name. Now, what would happen if every Christian on the face of the earth, there's over a billion and a half of us, do you know that? 1.3 billion, 1.3 billion, that's a lot. It's not, it's not the whole world, but if you imagine if every Christian everywhere and somebody's mad at you and you're just like, I bless you in the name of God, don't say it out loud. That can just set them off. But <laughs> if you told your brother, it's like, he's yelling at you like, hey, I bless you in the name of Jesus. It's like, oh boy, you wish you would have. At least then he would have hung up, but <laughs> it might have gone differently. But at least it would have stopped the conversation. But I want to encourage you this week. I pray that the Holy Spirit will put it in your mind when you're feeling that upset to turn it and say, I bless you in the name of the Lord. Okay. The last piece of this is something I, I should talk about every day because it's, it's it's so key to the Christian life is loving often means forgiving. And, and I was thinking, I've needed to be forgiven way more than I need to have Forgiven people, you know. You always have one or two people you're like. I really need to forgive that person. I'm like, oh, and it's really hard, and I, I, I don't like those people. But I just think about how, you know, I, I'm like Pigpen and Peanuts. You, you know, I'm just a, a ball of, of dirt rolling through the earth. <laughs> you know, just getting my stuff on on people, and I'm just like, Lord. How many times have I had to be forgiven? And you know, when Jesus is saying, you know, love, you know, I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that's an extreme position that only a spirit filled Christian can meet. Which is the point. Right? So with that, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go long. Because I want, to be, I want to be simple and slow today. How about that? Um, here's the scripture that I put down for you. Bear with each other. I like that. Bear with each other. Bear with each other. And forgive one another. If any of you has any grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you. So let's do this this morning. I want to take a, a short, extended time of prayer with you. I, um, okay, <laughs> that's what we're gonna do. You know, I I was talking to the Lord earlier in the week, and and I was I was asking him about uh, this thing we were talking about a couple weeks ago of. of why we still feel kind of meh, even though we're seeking God strong. And what the Lord showed me was that this last season of the pandemic season, we stopped doing things that we normally would do. And The things that we, that we stopped, and I won't say we didn't do it in our own families, but we, we weren't able to serve people the way we we like to serve people. And you know that when we refresh others, then we're ourselves refreshed and we're like, well, I'm not, why am I not being refreshed? It's because we're kind of full because we haven't had an outlet to be able to serve one another as well. Not, not just in church, but in, in the world. And then also, our fellowship with one another is essential. I, I don't think Jesus would have done a lot of Zoom calls. Because there's something about the, you know, the the presence of the Master. And that's why he sent the Holy Spirit to be present with us. He put, in, he put the Holy Spirit in us, and he put the Holy Spirit with us. And he's like, I want to be really close to you. And I think part of the whole meh, and we're even coming out of this, is we're, we're not afraid, but we're awkward in fellowship. And then the third thing is, is just our prayers have not, you know, when we're isolated, we tend to pray about what concerns us. And when we come out of isolation, we realize everybody's been praying for themselves, <laughs> and we need to pray with and for other people. So I think the way that we're going to break through that part of the season is, by, is through praying with each other. Okay, I just wanted to say that as we begin to pray. So here's what we're going to pray about this morning. I want to pray that I have the eyes of Jesus to see everyone like Jesus sees everyone. I want to learn to bless those that curse me. And I want, to, I want God, the Holy Spirit to fill me in such a way that anytime something's not going right, then I'm saying bless instead of curse. And then I want to learn to forgive like Jesus forgives. Uh, And if there's anybody in our lives that needs forgiveness, may we bless them with our forgiveness. So let's pray first. Okay. Holy Spirit, we thank you that you're with us today. And that you are speaking. I don't know what you're, what people are hearing me say, but I know you're talking to us. And you're desiring that we would have this fruit of love by the Spirit come brilliantly through our lives. And our Lord, I know that a lot of it has to do with our own perspective, that we forget that, that we're not in a battle with flesh and blood. We're in a battle with principalities and powers and evil spirits. And that even when people are evil to us, that you still love them, and you call us to love them too. Lord, help us get past ourselves to be able to see the children of God that people are. And Lord, in our desire to make the world right may we make it right by blessing rather than trying to fix it by cursing and Lord for those that are around us may they say of us boy that person is a blessing and blesses a lot of people and Lord that we don't just do it uh, in our lives but that we do it with our words that we would bless and not curse And Lord, we just take a moment now to uh, allow our minds to go to anyone that might need our forgiveness today. Just as we needed your forgiveness and do need your forgiveness even daily from our sins. Uh, others need our forgiveness. And Lord, we first bring them to you and tell you that we want to forgive as Christ has forgiven us. And so Lord, we release them today to your forgiveness care into your hands. Lord, this day and this week, fill us with your Holy Spirit. We don't want to act out of our flesh, but we want to walk with you. So, we come to you right now. Thank you for what you are accomplishing. We're looking forward to seeing your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We love you, Lord. Amen.